Hi, I'm Brian Horn, editor of Lawn and Landscape Magazine. Thanks for listening to this podcast on the Lawn and Landscape Radio Network. This is one of three podcasts we are doing to give everyone an update on where the three companies participating in the Turnaround Tour sit as we head into July. Thanks to our Turnaround Tour sponsors, our platinum sponsor is Verizon Connect, and gold sponsors are Xmark and Corona Tools. We appreciate their continued support of the Turnaround Tour. For those of you who aren't familiar with our turnaround tour, last year we accepted applications for companies who needed help getting their company on the right track. The winners then won a year of free consulting with Phil Arman and Ed Laflamme of the Harvest Group. You can read articles and watch videos about the turnaround tour at lawnandlandscape.com, and you have to click the research tab and then click the turnaround tour tab, and you'll find all things turnaround tour there. Uh, you'll also find application to apply for the 2020 turnaround tour. I caught up with Bill and Ed to find out how each company is doing. This episode will cover Pratt's Lawn Care and Landscapes based in Bala, Ontario. All right, let's start with Pratt's. Um, have they sold the harvesters more on the greenhouse plans yet? Are you guys more confident about the potential? Uh, oh, that's a good question, Brian. Uh, I'm really not, uh, though I'm not, I, I'm not negative about it, but... Um, their season is so short, and the the difficulty so far in the construction is so difficult that uh, costly. Uh, I just just have my um, apprehensions about it. Well, I tell you what, they are blasting away literally, and they've come up. They have a bunch of rock and stuff there. I have to get the foundation. It's all full speed ahead. Jennifer is on a mission and on a vision. This will happen for sure. So listen, they had some blasting to do, literally, to blast the rock. They went out and got licensed and certified to do their own blasting. So blast away, this project's going, it's got the green light. Harvester Ed and I are still scratching our heads. Is this going to work? Doesn't pencil out, uh, but it will be a very nice garage for storing all their trucks. And when do they want yeah, to and the reason And the reason why that she, she and her husband got a blasting permit, because the guy who was supposed to do it, what is it, Bill, he never showed up right. or said he couldn't do it. So nothing's going to stop her. So she's going full blast. You said a get, blast. Get what, is, what is a blasting permit? They, they literally are drilling holes into this rock and putting explosives oh. in and blasting the rock apart so they can clear the land to, to pour the foundation for it. And it's being delivered as we speak. So the greenhouse is being delivered and being set up by subcontractors. So they are serious about it. Big time. Yeah. More <laughs> than serious. And don't, don't get in Jennifer's way. So, you know, we, we aren't quite sure about that whole project, but I tell you what, it will be in place and it will be on schedule. Jennifer okay. is all over it. We will keep an eye on that. Um, and uh, recently they also took a hit when they weren't able to fill rooms at the rental property they have. Um, this, and for people who aren't aware, they have a rental property where they can have labor stay for the season. Um, are there any other viable housing options on the horizon for them? Well, you know, they don't need any uh, viable housing because they couldn't get any help. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally could not get anyone. They, they hired a few people locally. And that was it. But then it, it might work out okay for them because the weather's been so bad with the flooding in, um, in May and into June that they couldn't even start work, L literally couldn't start any work. And, and that's held up the, the construction on the greenhouse as well. So uh, 
had a lot of work. They could, she said in my last conversation, she could, she could literally take, uh, bring six more crew members on without any problem. But because of the work they do have, it's all pent up now because they couldn't get it done in the spring. So, again, uh, you know, they, they can't get anybody anyway, so they don't need the housing. Okay. So the yeah, she, she's going to renegotiate, Brian, that deal. She prepaid for the hotel or motel, and it's a client of hers uh, from another country. So she's renegotiating that. Uh, if he can rent those out for the summertime, um, she'll get some of that money rebated. So she's a smart gal, so she's renegotiating. So that's, they did hire a few local people from referrals from their existing employees. So as, as that said, they're about six people short, but uh, they'll still have a very good year. Is there anything you've recommended to her to find employees? I know they're in a, a unique area up there in uh, Canada. The only thing I could say, is, <clears throat> excuse me, the only thing I could say is just start earlier. Start earlier and spread that net as wide and as far as they can and perhaps offer, I mean, Bill and I have talked to her about what, what they could do, like signing bonuses might be a possibility and and um, even, even year-end bonuses and helping them to defray the cost uh, of their accommodations while they're there. So there's a lot of things that can be done, but she says that they can't even get anybody to negotiate with. So the only thing I can think of is to start earlier, but Bill's really the expert on, on that, so I'll defer to him on that. What do you think, Bill? Sure. We're, yeah, we're trying to local colleges offer apprenticeships so that be also a learning experience and they get credit for college credit. Uh, so we're approaching that as well. That's one uh, lead that we're working through. Uh, the existing employees have brought some other employees in. Uh, the bulk of the workforce is about a half an hour, 45-minute drive out. So we're looking at busing people in, offering free rides into the work area. So we're pretty creative. Uh, Jennifer is very receptive, and uh, they're trying all sorts of great ideas. But the season is short. It's a tough. It's about as tough as a, an area we've seen. Harvester had uh, the unemployment rate is you know less than two percent. Uh, it's incredible. So we think we have a hard statewide. Uh, even Canada has the same challenges. So we're working through it, and uh, they're going to have a pretty good year overall. Yeah, they will do. They will do well, and it, it is. Uh, Bill's right. It's only a six-month season, so they have to a very short period of time to make their money. But it is a very uh, high-end area, and the people they're working for, uh, they have the money to uh, to do what they want. So uh, ho hopefully, uh, things will work out for them. But uh, they they will not get the growth they expected. That's for sure. Hey, maybe. Hey, Ed, maybe they'll make it up on the greenhouse sale. <laughs> Jennifer may have a may have a secret weapon there. No, uh, that's for next year, Bill. Not this year. <laughs> Thanks to Bill and Ed for checking in with us, and remember to visit lawnandlandscape.com, click the Research tab, and then click Turnaround Tour for everything you need to know about the Turnaround Tour. And remember, applications are now open for the 2020 Turnaround Tour. Thanks for listening.